0: You're listening to BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: BYU football is brought to you in part by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Through three quarters of play... BYU, 504 yards of offense, 80 rushing, 424 passing on a career day for Jaron Hall. Utah Tech, 84 rush and 244 pass, 328 total yards for the Trailblazers. But of those 328, only 51 in the third quarter. Utah Tech was pacing for a 500-yard day at halftime. And they've been slowed down here in quarter number three, which is now into quarter number four. First play of the fourth quarter coming up. It'll be a first and ten for BYU at the Cougar 44-yard line. Senior day with BYU in the all-royal blue uniforms, white helmets, and Utah Tech in the white jerseys, red pants, and red helmets. First ever meeting between these two teams who will open the 2026 season against one another. And again, the next time BYU plays a game in this stadium, Riley, it'll be with a Big 12 patch on the jersey. And probably a logo on the field, yeah? A couple logos on the field, absolutely.
2: And plenty of logos in the fans on all the apparel, too. i, I got to imagine the fans are anxious to get those. I saw you with the jacket. You got a little bit of an insider. Of course, the voice of the Cougars were, but uh, with the Aztec Coug and the Big 12 patch on your jacket you were donning earlier today, it looked yeah, pretty do like sweet. I like
1: that one, yeah. The first BYU team to compete with a Big 12 patch will be women's soccer next August. As their season came to a close today in North Carolina, Heartbreaker 3-2 to the Tar Heels. UNC into the suite, into the Elite 8. BYU knocked out in the Sweet 16. How is Big 12 women's soccer? It's comparable to the uh, WCC at the top. Uh, for example, this year both teams got three, both leagues got three teams into the NCAA tournament. But BYU will be contending right away. Like right away, the Cougs will contend for a championship. Handoff, off Chris Brooks. Chris doing a nice job bouncing it outside, then lowers the helmet and has a run of nearly 10. Give him 10. Give him 11. Great run by Chris Brooks to the 45 of Utah Tech. That's how you do it.
2: Yeah, Chris has got some energy and some physicality. He's running a little bit angry. Good to see him. He's had a choppy middle part to the season, but uh, he looks like he's rounding into form as they come into the home stretch. Yeah,
1: give him the rock here in the fours, Maybe grind out a touchdown here on the ground. We're just into quarter number four, 14.30 to play. BYU by 15 points, 35-20. Brooks will stay in the game off the left hip of Jaron Hall. Certainly we expect to see Jacob over at some point in this fourth quarter. Jaron, 424 passing yards today. New career high. The handoff to Chris. A good tackle before Chris could get too much steam going. He falls ahead for three to the 42 on the far rail. Bradley Brown the tackle for Utah Tech. Trailblazers playing their season finale. They'll finish 4-7. and Should BYU hang on here today at Lavelle Edwards Stadium? Three of their six road games this year came in the state of Utah. They played at Weber State, at Southern Utah, and at BYU. Jaron Hall goes under center, one of the rare times. Hinkley-Ropati's checked in for Chris Brooks at tailback. Wides either side. They motion Keanu Hill from right to left. Hand off to Hinkley. And Hinkley runs right into a tackler on the right side. So on second and seven. Loss of one. Third and eight. Clock to 13.30 here in the fourth.
2: You still see a little bit of Hinkley Rapati while he's shown flashes. He's not quite into the rhythm. He, he wanted to cut back, and then he kind of stutter-stepped and stayed playside. The cutback was the run there. It's something that, you know, especially as I watch Tyler Algier have so much success on Sundays, we took for granted how smooth, how quick he made his reads, how decisive he was, and then how explosive he was after making those decisions.
1: Third down eight from the Utah Tech, 43. Maybe this is four-down territory for BYU. Oh, and Keanu Hill just dropped the slant. Would have moved the sticks. Would have been his first catch of the second half. And instead, it'll bring the punt team out. Wow. Clock will stop with 12.55 to play in the fourth quarter. And BYU ends the drive on a drop. That was a first down catch for Keanu Hill in his hands. And it drops out after a phenomenal first half for Keanu Hill today. And BYU punts away. This is the fourth punt of the day, fifth, fourth punt of the day, fifth punt of the day for Ryan Rico. Rico receives the long snap, takes something off it, and a fair catch called for at the 10 by Joey Hobart, timeout on the field, we'll take it. 12.49 to play here in Provo, BYU 35, Utah Tech 20 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 12.49 12.49 to play here in the fourth quarter at Lavelle Stadium. BYU 35 and Utah Tech 20 against Boise State. BYU had no three and outs on offense and one punt. Today against Utah Tech, two three and outs and five punts.
2: That's kind of a microcosm of this team, right? From game to game throughout the season, you're not quite sure what you're going to get.
1: BYU's gotten a 20-point performance from Utah Tech. The most ever scored by an FCS team against BYU in a game. They all came in the first half. So after a, a wild second quarter, 28-14, to 14, we had a 7-0 third. You know, it felt like the third lasted longer with seven points than the second did with 42 points. As we come back in, Utah Tech's ready to play football, and uh, we've still got cheer teams on the field and uh, all kinds of stuff going on. I think it's time. I think they should leave the field, and they do. They're holding up play to (laughs) get off, but they're off, and here we go. Shotgun for Gabalis. He's got Conley to his right hip. Conley's taken almost every carry today. Screen right, Hobart the catch, and the tackle immediately made. A loss on the play. As in to wrap up Hobart and bring him down was Matthew Crittle. So Criddle with the tackle, and a loss, or at least no gain on the play. Back to the original line. They snuck it just ahead for a half yard. Give him one, so it'll be second down nine on that screen. Conley with Gabalis. Clock rolling at 12.20 here in the fourth. BYU 35, Utah Tech 20. Three wide defensive linemen, three linebackers, and a 3.35. The throw far sideline. Catch made by Damani Wilkes and near the line to game, but just about a couple yards shy. It'll be third down and two for Utah Tech. Should Utah Tech not get the third down, they'll punt away and BYU will start running clock at that point and running football as a result. Utah Tech four of 12 today on third downs. So dropping down to a little closer to their season average of 27% on third downs. Shotgun snap to Gabalis. He'll run on this third and two. Flag flies. As there's a loss on the play. Loss of two back to the 16-yard line, but a flag will stop the clock.
2: That'll be a hole declined, i got to imagine. Punt, uh, yeah. By Utah Tech. On like a fourth and four.
0: Holding. Offense. Number 56. Penalties declined. Fourth down.
1: We've seen 14 accepted penalties today. Nine by BYU for 112 yards. 5 for 50 by Utah Tech. And punting away will be Andrew Day. BYU will get excellent field position. Looking to close this one out with still 11.32 remaining here in quarter number 4. Hobbs-Nyberg waits at his 45-yard line. The ball directly between the hash marks. The snap will go to the 1-yard line where Andrew Day awaits. Collects the high snap. Sidewinds it to Nyberg. Nyberg off balance makes the catch and fell to the ground, deadening the play at the 42 of BYU. First down and 10 after this. 11 12 to play here in Provo. BYU 35, Utah Tech 20. Timeout on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to BYU football on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Here's Ben Bagley with a scoreboard update. In what wasn't supposed to be an exciting game weekend of college football nationally, Survival Saturday is what's being deemed right now. Is number one Georgia sixteen six lead on Kentucky. That game in the fourth quarter, Georgia starting to pull away, but it was closer than that earlier. Number two, Ohio, Ohio State thirty three twenty three on Maryland. Ohio State just barely pulling away in that one as well. Back to Greg and Riley.
1: Thank you, Ben. BYU football brought to you by Smiths and Cougar fans. You can get more savings and more benefits with Boost by Smiths Rewards Membership. You'll enjoy free delivery and double fuel points for every dollar you spend on groceries and lots more. Membership begins at just $59, so sign up today at smithsfoodanddrug.com slash boost. Jaron Hall, the BYU offense, back out on the field. Jaron, 22 for 32 for a career-high 424 today, and he's going to add to that or try to through the air as he goes deep and down the left side for Puka. He turns around to make the catch and cannot bring it in. A bobbled ball that bounces off his chest as he falls to the ground. Puka had beat his man, turned back to look for it, leaped, and comes to the ground without the football. It'll be second down and 10. Jaron Hall, by the way, 424 passing yards. The first 400-yard passing game for a BYU quarterback since... Zach Wilson, who was an even 400 at Houston in the 2020 season. So when's the last time a BYU quarterback had more than 424 yards of passing is the question. And Jaron Hall setting back up in the gun. Shadows now entirely across the playing surface here at lavelle Edward Stadium. 11.04, clock stopped on the incompletion. The hand clap. Option to the right. Pitch back to Chris Brooks. Brooks has some room to the right. Chris has a first down and more. Chris down the far boundary. 40-35 and nearly the 30-yard line. Christopher Brooks with a big burst down the far boundary. Fantastic run by Chris. And BYU will move the sticks as the Cougs near scoring territory at the 32 of Utah Tech.
2: About a 30-yard run will put BYU, if it ends up being around that, that will put Chris at uh, eight attempts. For about seventy, 70 yards, yeah. Uh, yeah. and put the team at twenty-nine for one thirty-five.
1: The running game picking up in the second half. BYU around five yards a carry now. Chris Brooks eight for sixty-six officially. Pistol formation ten twenty-seven to play. Motion is Cosper. Play fake. Oh, got him! Sprint to the right, and the got him is Isaac Rex, who gets into the end zone, dives past the line, and scores six for the Cougs late. In Provo, Isaac Rex makes the catch down the far boundary. He'd beaten his man, as Riley said, and he falls ahead into the end zone.
0: Ruling on the field is a completed catch for a touchdown.
1: Now, Isaac did stumble as he neared the end zone, but he reached the hand out, and the hand was down as the ball crossed the plane. The ball popped loose, but all's good, and all is well. And BYU makes it now 41 to 20 with the PAT pending. It's another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown, which means another $250 donation to the American Red Cross, courtesy of Mountain America. PAT try from Jake Oldroy to make it 42 to 20, and about put this one out of reach relative to Utah Tech. The snap, hold, and kick, it is good. And 42 20 is our score. Time for another pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah pork producers and the National Pork Board. Utah pork producers providing hundreds of jobs in Utah while producing safe and nutritious pork. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Cougar fans like you. For more information, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. And that drive, 58 yards, three plays, and 57 seconds off the clock. A 32-yard touchdown pass to Isaac Rex. And that may end Jaron Hall's day. And if it does, it'll conclude at 23 for 34, 456 passing yards, five touchdowns, the one pick, a pass efficiency rating of 223. So now the number to look at is 456 in terms of the uh, most recent quarterback number, passing yards numbers higher than that. Jaron Hall, by the way, sorry, Riley, a new career high, single-game career high, five touchdown passes.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> add, a, add a rushing touchdown in there, it's six. That's got to be six total touchdowns. I feel like it's been a, a while since uh, BYU quarterback did that as well. My guess is I feel like Christian Stewart, like maybe in that Cal game, or I feel like he had a couple of super high yardage ones. If not that, then maybe John, I don't think Max had a 450-something. And if not John Beck, then, like, go all the way back to, like, Kevin Frederick when he threw for like 700 in the late 90s. I don't think Brandon Doman had one. Anyway, it'd be interesting to see.
1: So what's uh, Jaron at right now? Four fifty six. Six, we say. Yeah. All right. So the only. Yeah, so that would put him all time. Twenty eighth. Twenty eighth most at BYU. <laughs> QBU baby. Wow. But the most recent higher number. I'm looking for that right too. Uh, Max Hall had a 486 in 2008. And that's the most recent higher number than today's Jaron Hall. Delay draw and a handoff and a drop for a loss on the play. Tyler Batty wraps up and flings down Quali Conley. A loss of two from the 25 back to the 23. Clock now finally under 10 minutes here at LaBelle Edwards Stadium. BYU 42, Utah Tech 20. Well, and if this ends up being Jaron's last game, if he doesn't if he does if he doesn't come back this season... Last home
2: game. W- yeah, what a... Last home game. What, a, what an exit here at LaVilla Stadium.
1: Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for big-time banking with a home team feel. Zions Bank is for you. Thank you, Mitch. Second and 12 now. Gabalis throws on the out, and the catch made by Joey Hobart. Out of the 27-yard line for a gain of four, third down and eight. Hobert, with his ninth catch of the day.
2: As uh, the BYU defense prepares for this third down, if they were to stop them, I have not seen a ball. Normally, it's a telltale sign. You see a ball start going back and forth on the BYU sideline. He's Somebody warming up, you mean? Quarterback is warming up. I haven't seen that. So uh, I wonder if Jaren's day perhaps is not done.
1: Utah Tech 4 of 13 on third downs. Third down and eight. Gabales has it broken up by Ben Bywater on a throw on the out to the right. It'll be a punt situation now with 8.59 to play. And the Cougars will now certainly be running a lot of the football their yeah. ensuing possession.
2: And Jaron's standing right next to Fessy as the offensive line comes off the bench. They're standing the starters back out. It makes a lot of sense, you know. We've only seen, you said, one snap from Jacob Conover, right? You want to, as ugly as this game has been, you want to keep your, you know, just the efficiency. You don't want to risk quarterback center
1: exchanges. You don't want to
2: risk um, passing or, or sorry, delay of games
1: a rugby look to the right maybe thoughts of a fake on the run the punt ends up bouncing back to the 38 yard line of BYU and the Cougs offense will take the field first down and 10 timeout on the field we'll take it 849 to play here in Provo BYU 42 Utah Tech 20 on the new skin BYU Sports Network
0: let's head back to the bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars Greg Rubel.
1: Back to football, back to Tucano's Brazilian Grill. Whether it's the flame-grilled meats, the seafood, the award-winning unlimited salad festival, dinner at Tucano's is an experience you can't get anywhere else. BYU 42, Utah Tech 20 is our score. Today's attendance officially, 56,069 or more fans that have seen all of Utah Tech's 10 games to this point combined. Combined. Their home high was 69.03 against Southern Utah. Road high was 10-257 at Sacramento State. As we come back in, the floodlights are on. Shadows cover the entire field. The cold gets colder. And we'll see how the Kooks choose to uh, attempt to run this game out. 849 to play in the fourth. Starters in the game at quarterback. You've still got Jaron Hall, Chris Brooks at running back. First and ten. They'll motion Chase Roberts. Hand off Chris. Chris shoots a gap. Lowers the shoulder pads and then drags a few tacklers for a gain of eight. Solid run there by Chris Brooks to the 47-yard line. Second and two with 8.37 to play here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Home finale in 2022. BYU at Stanford next Saturday night and then at a bowl game TBD. Post-game coverage... We'll include some on-field interviews during Senior Day festivities. you hear from Kalani in the press conference and on the headset as well. We'll get a trivia question out there for a couple of half gallons of famous creamery ice cream before the broadcast wraps up at 6 for BYU basketball pregame. Pistol formation on a second and two. The give is to number two. Chris Brooks, he moves the sticks and more. Running between the left hash and numbers down to the 44 of Utah Tech. Solid run, nine for Brooks on second and two. And the clock rolls to 7.57 and counting. And BYU, as long as they keep gaining yards on the ground, Riley really no need to to throw the football on this drive. Keep the clock moving. And the chain's moving ideally as Jaron Hall jogs back in from the sideline. BYU huddling with a 20-second play clock and a 7.40 game clock. BYU's gone over 600 yards in total offense. 6.08 now on the Chris Brooks run. You were asking about that uh, Christian Stewart-Cal game, Riley? Yeah. 4.33. 4.33 through the air. Hand off Chris. Chris shakes off a tackle and has another first down run. What a great run from Chris Brooks. He's had some tremendous second-half runs here to the 32 of Utah Tech running hard and now running off the field hope he's okay
2: yeah no Ropati I think that's a, that, check yeah, yeah that's just three big carries in a row and I think this is just part of the natural position rotation
1: and if you're the Utah Tech defenders tired of tackling Chris Brooks all you have to deal with now is the uh, is Quadzilla himself Hinkley Rapati <laughs> coming in <laughs> yeah 655 in the clock rolling here in the third quarter and BYU will likely let the uh, play clock get down as well game is in hand 22 point lead Chris Brooks at this point, just shy of 195 yards on 11 carries. Shotgun snap, Jaron. This time it's Hinckley. And Hinckley sidesteps and puts the hips into a seven yard run to the 25 yard line. BYU may get this under six minutes before snapping again. So BYU will go two, six, and five and become bowl eligible for the sixth time in Kalani Sitake's seven seasons. Ty Detmer had the most 400-yard 400 passing, 400 passing games. 13 of them. That stat confirmed by our stats intern and statistician together. Ralph Sokolowski with a nod on the stat sent in by Grant Nielsen, my stats man from Boise State. Hinkley Ropati takes the handoff and on a second and three was stood up after a gain of two. So BYU will have a yard to gain still to move the chains. Third down and one for the Cougs, 5.45 to play. BYU 4 of 9 on third downs. Utah Tech got to 14 third downs today. 4 of 14 for the Trailblazers. Possession time? Almost even. BYU's nudged ahead here. On this drive. Turnovers. BYU had two. Utah Tech one. So BYU might win back-to-back games. minus in the margin, which is rare. Jaron Hall shotgun. Tight end left. Wing tight to the right. Wides either side. Cospero motion. From left to right. Quarterback keeper for Jaron Hall. He moves the chains on third and one. Nicely done. He gets a gain of three, maybe four to the 19. Go we'll back him up to the 20, but either way, the chains will move, and then restart on the reset.
2: That was a nine-man box design quarterback run. I really, now as a guy who got hurt against an FCS opponent my senior year when uh, the game was well in hand with a 28-point lead, I, I am having like a little bit of PTSD, but also at the same time, I like to see the execution. It was a stacked box for Jaron, but they put Mason Wake in front of him, and Hinkley Rapati let up the hole, and Isaac Rex was in there blocking for him, and Jaron lowered his shoulder to ensure that they move the sticks on that third down.
1: Chris Brooks back in the game and off the right hip of Jaron Hall. Jaron claps the hands and will throw on this first and ten. Back pedal, back pedal, slide step to the right and throws it away into the right sideline. So it'll be second and ten. Clock will stop 435 on the incomplete pass. Coming up right after our game, we'll recap the scoring and get you our Waystar star of the game and our Metal Mart Steelman of the game. Brought to you by Palmer's Metal Mart. Where will BYU go bowling this time around? A true mystery. As there's no bowl tie-in, it's up to ESPN to stick the Cougars in one of their owned and operated games.
2: And I really feel like all the projections online over the at least over the years and I don't I haven't gone back and looked, but I feel like anecdotally those are wildly inaccurate.
1: <laughs> Option to the left, the pitch to Chris Brooks, 2015, 14, 13. A force out there. Gain of seven on second and ten. Third down and three. Clock restarting. On the ball placement, 425 and counting. 42 to 20. BYU has this one in hand, and the Cougs are essentially bowl eligible. And with that run, it was an important one for Chris Brooks as he goes over 100 yards. So a century mark game for Chris. 12 for 102. And BYU's at 639 yards. These teams have almost hit the 1,000-yard map plateau together. They're at 975 yards of offense right now. BYU almost 2-1 over Utah Tech, however. Pistol. Jaron, handoff Ropati. Oh, man. Spun around, brought down on a third down and three. Loss of one. So, fourth down. Loss of almost the two. Pistol really. signed
0: out on the field for injury.
1: Utah Tech injury, another injured player. So many uh, injury stoppages for Utah Tech today as well. So, 348 to play. And BYU facing a fourth and five. Some field goal work here. What do you think, Riley?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's. it's kind of sportsmanship-like. You want to continue to you get another first down you can't quite run the clock out, so if you get another first down it's basically you're prolonging your intent to score versus taking the three points and giving it back to the other team. This is one of those things where like the unwritten rules of football and sportsmanship, but Oldred hasn't gotten any work today other than a uh, other than extra points he did he has gotten back on the horse a little bit. I do see um, yeah I he see. is warming up over there on the twenty on the sideline yeah. if you look. So, so it looks like field, field goal is going to come out. field goal
1: would make it 45-20 and give Utah Tech at least one more possession. But they're not even yet to get their player off the field. And now it's Jagger Williams who will
2: yeah, walk and not off. Stagger
1: to the sideline. So. goal. Jake Oldroyd on. Looking for his eighth field goal of the year. And 49th of his BYU career. Not too many guys get to 50. And field goals made. Notably, uh, Utah Tech's Connor Brooksby already had the career lead with 22 field goals for the program. Oldroyd right between the hashes from 32 straight away. Kick on its way and through for three. BYU 45 and Utah Tech 20 will stay right here as the Trailblazers get the ball back and BYU puts likely the finishing touches on this one. We'll see what the Trailblazers do here with their maybe final possession in what will be certainly their final game of the year. Coach Paul Peterson though, good thing going as they uh, recovered from a 1-6 and six start to win three in a row before today. And the way the offense put up numbers, if you, if you it looks like they've got a system that can work, clearly. Show up the defense and transition deeper into FCS membership. Let's get you another pigskin scoring summary. It's brought to you by your Utah Port Producers. And the National Pork Board, for every point scored this season by BYU, your Utah Pork Producers and Smithfield Foods, donate 75 servings of nutritious protein to the Utah Food Bank to help Utah families in need. For more information on Points for Protein, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. That scoring drive, 46 yards, 10 plays, 5:10 off the clock, and a 32-yard field goal is the culminating score off the foot of Jake Oldroyd, who now will send his foot into the ball and kick this thing away with 3.39 to play at Lavelle Edwards Stadium Cash Peterman will kick it off and not Jake Oldroyd so Jake's day is done, Peterman is in Chris Brooks 100 yards rushing today under Kalani, BYU 27-5 and five with a 100-yard rusher. Fair catch called for by Hobart and Utah Tech out to the 25-yard line. 3.39 to go. In a game, BYU leads 45-20. to 20. The 20 points scored by Utah Tech the most by an FCS opponent against BYU. Let the Cougs keep that uh, number under 21. Usually a pretty good indicator of success when it comes to wins and losses. BYU allows 21 or fewer in the Kalani era. They're 37-9 and 9 with 18 consecutive wins. You can make it 19. Throwing it up for Hobart down the near sideline. He's interfered with, and the flag yeah. will fly as the ball is incomplete. Just no attempt to look back for the ball. Defender ran right through the chest of the receiver, and it'll be a 15-yard penalty and a first down for Utah Tech.
2: And then another injury stoppage as Hobart stays down on the sideline.
1: Very near the team area. Pass
2: interference.
0: Defense, number 12. 15-yard penalty. Automatic first down.
1: I thought it was 21, Dean Jones. Not not 12.
0: Foul's on number 17.
1: Okay. They called Criddle. Jones was in the neighborhood either way. And Hobart will go to the bench. His day may be done. He a little banged up, as Riley noted. So to the 40-yard line, first down and 10. Another penalty for BYU. 10 for 127 today. It's been an unfortunate part of this afternoon. Dancing on the balls of his feet and throwing high. Oh man alive what a catch made by Malcolm Ross-Turnery and he is rocked. He was met in mid-air being held up by one and then hit by a second defender and that was a massive crunch and yet he hung on to the football and moves the sticks. What a catch.
2: That is. That's one of those plays that, as a coach, you keep on a highlight reel to show during the offseason and the spring ball about, like, listen, game was out of hand, but we never quit playing, and we always, you know, play with pride and and do our jobs.
1: The clock is crawling again as Utah Tech is throwing again. A throw to the right side at the numbers. Catch made by Michael Moten, but for a gain of about 5 is all. So 2nd down and 5 from the BYU 38-yard line now. Some platooning for BYU defensively. A lot of depth players getting in, so Utah Tech able to move a little more briskly downfield at this point. Many, many, many reserves now in the game for BYU. Cabalos with a 2.38 game clock in the gun on 2nd and 5. BYU by 25, 45-20. Settling in the pocket and going deep down the far side. Overshooting his intended receiver and the DB in the neighborhood. It'll be incomplete. It'll be third down and five. Mori Bamba is in a cornerback on that far side. Was defending on the play. So Maury Bamba on one corner. Chris Jackson, the erstwhile wide receiver, on the other corner. All reserves in the game for BYU on a third down and 5. 2.28 to play. Clock stopped on the incompletion. Cabalas with the hand clap. The thigh high snap. The look left and he throws far too far on the out to the far side. Incomplete. Fourth down and 5 from the 38. They'll keep the offense on the field. Try and get 5 yards here with 2.24 to go. BYU 45 and Utah Tech 20. It's a a three-and-a-half-hour game today. Usually FCS games can go a little quicker. Usually bigger leads, a lot of running, but not the case today. BYU threw it 35 times to 37 rushes. Utah Tech 44 throws to 21 rushes. Forced out to his right. Loading up and gunning it downfield. It's caught at the 25-yard line. And the sticks will move as Richie Jackson, no it was not Richie Jackson it was Daniel Thomason who hauled it in so a 4th and 5 and the clock now running to 2-10 Utah Tech keeps the football moving downfield might be the first FCS team to score 21 or more against BYU they're at 45-20 with 2 minutes to go and a 1st and 10 from the 18 here comes the midsection high snap Right-hander guns it to the end zone. It's caught. A toe tap and a touchdown. Joey Hobart back in the game and hauls in his second touchdown catch of the day. And it's 45-26 with a PAT coming up for the Trailblazers. Great throw nice catch. Beautiful footwork in the end zone and Hobert, who was banged up a moment ago, shook say, up gets back in the
2: game makes a nice play. I mean the temperatures drop below 30 so it's in the 20s. He already had nine catches before that last play to show the courage to come back into the game between the, the play made earlier by Ross Turner and then for Hobert to come back in. P- Coach Peterson definitely has a good culture of
1: football players finishing their assignments as uh, Utah Tech lines up to go for two. With 149 to play in the fourth quarter. Caps a 75-yard six-play, one-minute, 50-second drive, an 18-yard touchdown pass, and now the try for two. A run out to the right, a throw to the back right of the end zone, and out of bounds, incomplete, misfire. Looking for Hobart, that'll do it. 45-26. You've heard about Scorigami, where they keep track of all the scores that have never been yeah. achieved before in the NFL. Yeah, I wonder where 45-26 one. comes in for BYU. If there's ever been a 45-26 final score. 26 is an unusual number to get to. Now, you can do it now. I should, let's backtrack. You have two touchdowns and four field goals get you to 26. It's not the weirdest number in the world, but 45-26 sounds a little unusual.
2: My prediction was 45-15, so I missed by 11. I got BYU right. I am undershot what uh, Utah Tech could get done against this BYU defense.
1: the third time that an opponent has scored 26 against BYU, but whether it's been a, whether there's been a 45-26 it. so a fourth time that an opponent has scored exactly 26 against BYU so kickoff forthcoming the kickoff team yet to break their huddle we're at 5 o'clock in the afternoon we'll have a very brisk post game for you folks getting you to basketball pre-game be flying through some stuff. Is this? This has been a long afternoon.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, 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 j- between the penalties, total of fifteen. BYU ten for one twenty-seven. Uh, Utah Tech, their play distribution: forty-six pass attempts to Time twenty-one out. rush attempts.
0: BYU.
2: <laughs> yeah, teams using.
0: Seconds. It's their final timeout. Of the half.
2: Teams using all their timeouts.
1: New kicker for Utah Tech. Ilya Uvedov we'll kick it off but not until we have a timeout. where would you think Ilya's from
2: <laughs> Ilya Uvedov I'm like ooh a foreign player and then it says Gilbert Arizona <laughs> no I don't think uh, anyway that'd be interesting to know was he born and raised there or perhaps moved there from that feels eastern block to me
1: yeah, it definitely does definitely does all right a timeout in a, 20, a 19 point ball game. Uh, Utah Tech may choose to try the onside with Ilya. Six players on the right side of the ball. And Uvedov is looking to onside it that way. Onside kick. Deflects off of BYU. The ball's still loose. The Cougars do recover. And that's Hinkley Ropati coming out of the pile with the ball. That hey boy, Hinkley. At the 39-yard line, BYU will take knees, and this game is over. So your final score will be BYU 45 and Utah Tech 26. Can't imagine Utah Tech would attempt to stop the game at any point. No. So it'll be knees, and that'll be doing it. Jake Oldroyd now, by the way, those 49 career field goals, third times. So it's tough to get to 50. Pochman at 66, that's Ethan Owen Pochman at 50, 66, Matt Payne at 54, Jake Oldroyd at 49, They've got Jacob Conover in the game, and in shotgun, he could be in victory formation. There's under two minutes to play, but he hands off Miles Davis. They want to get Davis some runs, so Miles takes a handoff and is thrown back after a gain of a couple. Why did the clock stop at 1.41? Clock operators had some struggles. Why is the clock stopped? Oh, a
2: Utah Tech called a timeout. So there you go. BYU decides to run the ball, Time hand the ball up.
0: So in turn, Utah Tech. In turn, what is Utah going takes. on here?
1: 141 to go in a 45-26 ball game, and BYU could have been in victory formation. Why was BYU not in victory formation? Did yeah. they want to give uh, uh, miles a run?
2: Yeah, I mean. and I guess in return, Paul Peterson's like, all right, well, if you're not going to concede by going victory, then we're not going to concede defensively, and we're going to stop you and force you to punt it. There's under two to go.
1: I mean, I guess you're presuming at that point that Utah Tech wouldn't take a timeout because, of course, with timeouts, the game's not over. But if Utah Tech doesn't stop it and BYU kneels it, then the game will be over with three knees. Well, I guess it kind of uh, goes with the flow today or lack of flow in this game. So from the 37 of Utah Tech, it's second down and eight. And the clock stopped at 141. Pistol formation. Conover turns and hands off to Davis. Davis with a nice run moves the sticks and with another chain mover the game can really be now done and BYU out. wants to kneel. But they could have done that pr- Exactly Prior. that was already the case so they
0: Timeout Utah Tech. time timeout of the house. 30 seconds.
2: Well now at that point now once they got the first down now Utah Tech cannot stop BYU so I don't that that last timeout is just out of spite I think.
1: I, I just don't get it. Again, I, I really do think, though, if BYU had gone victory, that might have been it.
2: Yeah, they would have... Coach Peterson for Utah Tech would have kept his timeouts in his pocket, and we'd be... just That's done.
1: five minutes to the day is what it does yeah. by BYU choosing to run plays. Because with one forty-eight to go, the Cougars were in set. You could kneel three times. The game's over. It's 120 seconds. There's only 108 on the clock. Pistol. And BYU lines up in a first and ten from the Utah Tech 29. So both sides saying, you want to keep playing? We'll keep playing. Hand off Miles. Miles up the middle for a gain of four. Second and down and six.
2: They're keeping their last time out in the... Well, probably what they're going to do. Let's see. I'm trying to think. So it's 30 and 20. So the ball will be snapped somewhere around 50. It'll end at 45. And it'll be third down... They'll stop it there. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting, the games that are being played a little bit here. The second
1: half was really long. One minute even to go. Under center is Jacob Conover. The trail tail is Mason Fakahua. They get motion to Terrence Fall, and Terrence Fall is going to take it in for a touchdown. He does to the far side of the field. So BYU playing to the finish, and the Cougs score to make it 51-26. Terrence Fall on fly sweep, and BYU scores in the closing seconds. So both teams really did say, you want to keep playing, we'll keep playing. And BYU scores again to get to the half-century mark. 51-26, and a PAT to double up the Trailblazers on the day. It's another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown brought to you by Mountain America. It's another $250 donation to Mount, uh, from Mountain America to the American Red Cross. And Cash Peterman's on for the PAT try. So Jake Goldroyd's day is done. Peterman on for the kick. Kick is up and good. 52-26. BYU doubling up the Trailblazers skin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah pork producers and the National Pork Board. From farm to fork, Utah pork producers like Smithfield Foods take pride in good practices that produce safe and nutritious pork right here in Utah. Make pork your protein of choice all season long. For delicious and nutritious pork recipes, visit pork.org. While well, our post game gets shorter and shorter, the more this game gets longer and longer, I'm afraid to say. And we'll do what we can to get everything in and as much basketball pregame as we like to, as well. Now we're still in game time here at 5:07 in the afternoon. 52 to 26, BYU scoring drive, which I just described, uh, brought to you by the Utah Pork Producers, was 39 yards, four plays, 101 off the clock, and a 25-yard touchdown run by Terrence Fall. And for Terrence, that is touchdown number one as a BYU Cougar. Kickoff now from Peterman again. Thought the game was over with 148 to go, and it was not.
2: Coach Satake and Coach Roderick had other plans.
1: BYU 700, or rather 676 total yards. The kickoff to Hoberts, and Hobert's going to return it from the three. He's got the 15, he's got the 20, he's cartwheeled there, spun up in the air by Dean Jones. Jersey number 21 puts the ball down to the 21. And so Utah Tech first down and 10. 42 seconds to go. Now we get to see what Utah Tech's designs are with one timeout remaining in a game they trail by 26. You
2: you better believe they're going to try and score. So, you know, they're going to try and put the ball to the sideline, get out of bounds. We're going to see all pass attempts. They've got one timeout left. This is two-minute drill for
1: them. 21st. On the all-time yardage tally for BYU at 676 yards. The last game with more yards was the Virginia game last year, 734. The three-step drop from Gabales, and there he goes deep down the far side, and it is incomplete. Should have been picked, and it was not. It was Preston dropped Rex. by the DB. Preston Rex had a hand on it, a couple hands on it. Couldn't call it in. But it goes as a pass breakup. It'll be second down and ten. With still thirty-four seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. BYU fifty-two and Utah Tech twenty-six.
2: His brother Isaac's going to give him, uh, you know, give him some trouble there. Say, did I really take all the hands in huh. the family? I think he already is. He was uh, as he was running back. <laughs> he was giving him a hard time.
1: <laughs> Gavallas looking left, going underneath, completion made, but not for a first down. Will Utah Tech call timeout? There's 25 seconds to go. It's a third down and about four. Make it five. Utah Tech will hurry back to the line. They have one timeout remaining. 15 seconds to play in the game. A game that BYU leads 52-26. to Gabales in the gun on third down and five. The drop back. And again deep. And again looking for Hobart who stumbles and falls. The ball falls incomplete. Four seconds left on the clock and a fourth down and five for Utah Tech. So this should be the final play of the football game. BYU win it to get bowl eligible on this senior day. The senior festivities coming up for the Cougs. Mitchell Juergens will be our man on the field. Roaming to chat with BYU players during our post-game coverage. Victor Gabales in shotgun with Jeter Fenton as his back to his left hip. Fourth and five at the twenty-six. (laughs) Game clock at 3, 2, and 1. We're going to have another down. There's one more. It'll be an untimed down as BYU commits a penalty on the final play of the game. So everyone's coming off the sidelines, but they shouldn't yet. There'll be another play. Or it could be another play should Utah State accept the result of the penalty. And the pass was was, incomplete.
2: Oh, I guess it's outside so they can decline. Offside. Defense
0: number 58. Five-yard penalty. Replay fourth down. No, they
1: cannot. There
0: will be one untimed down.
1: Wasn't it 4th and... was it 4th and 5? It was, That would have made it a 1st down.
2: It looks like they're going to say just short. 4th and a half
1: yard. Oh, wait. Yeah. They need to move the football, and it'll make it...
0: The penalty results in a 1st down. There we go.
1: Yeah. So it's 1st down, and now we'll have an untimed down to end the game. Somehow these teams found a way to make the game even longer. <laughs> and untimed out at the end of the game. First and 10 for the Utah uh, like, Tech 31. Like a non-nationally televised. oh, It's the longest FCS, FCS game yeah, I've ever seen. In history. Inside screen to Hobert, Hobert makes the catch at the 30. He's got the 40. He's got the 45. He's got the 50. And he's tackled there. The game is over. Post-game recap is coming up. BYU 52, Utah Tech 26 is our final on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rebell, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: BYU 52, Utah Tech 26 is our final score. Time for our post-game honorees. We'll start off first with our Waystar star of the game. Waystar, simplifying healthcare payments. Learn more at Waystar.com. And with a career-high 456 passing yards, five touchdowns and a single pick, going 20, 23 of 35, it's Jaron Hall on a pass efficiency number of 216.6 today. New single-game career-high in TD tosses for Jaron Hall. A massive day through the air. Jaron Hall, the Waystar star of the game, brought to you by Waystar, simplifying healthcare payments. Learn more at Waystar.com. I like to have Riley pick the Steel Man of the Game. The steel Man of the Game is brought to you by Palmer's Metal Mart. Palmer's Metal Mart, your local metal supplier for over 26 years. And, Riley, who do you like for a Steel Man of the Game? Sometimes a defensive player, but Chris Brooks, the way he ran really hard, ended up with a 100-yard rushing day. What are you thinking? Yeah,
2: yeah I-, I was thinking that, too, but it's just hard for me to pass up. Six catches, 137 yards, three TDs. First Keanu half, Hill, all in yeah, the first half. Yeah, Keanu, and he had the one drop in the second half, but I don't care. He was, uh, he was really the only good thing that BYU offense had going, Keanu Hill, who was our uh, steel man
1: of the game. Brought to you by Palmer's Metal Mart. BYU ends up with 676 yards of offense. The two teams combined for 1,096 as Utah Tech at 420. 52-26 is our final. Postgame coverage continues with Ben Bagley and Cougar Postgame Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.